Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? It is Murph here. It is Tuesday. As I mentioned, there'll be some extra podcasts this week to deal with um, all the things going on in free agency. And we did some of the free agency during our amazing show with Hannah last night. Um plan for the rest of the week is kind of do a short pod like this every every day uh, just to cover what's happened but obviously the dynasty guys are on tonight they're going to cover off stuff that's going on live and all the stuff that's going on on day two so um they're going to just crack on with that and i'll be back on thursday just to cover off the opening of free ta- uh, free well the official opening of free agency so you're going to get this pod that's going to cover off everything from just day one. So everything that happened yesterday. And then the Dynasty guys are on board tonight. They're going to be and Make sure you tune in because it's always a fun show uh, anyways. But the fact that a lot of news is going to break live as they're on air and seeing how they react to it is going to be great. Um, but also they'll give you some more of the fantasy takes. And I kind of want to take away, even though this is a fantasy pod, I do want to take away the fantasy element for now give out some time to just percolate and digest and just talk about like the rest of the deals that have happened because i think it's important to kind of just take a beat and let things play out this is going to be a very 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 busy week uh, with free agency and everything going on i mean in the last week alone we've seen so much player movement 
and we're going to see more player movement as the week goes on. I think it will really sort of slow down around about Friday. So um, we're going to just sort of play things out and just talk about what's happened and uh, try and just get a bit of understanding of, of things that could happen um, as well and talk about at the end of the pod some notable free agents that are still out there and, and go through those. So in terms of what's gone on, um, I guess the precursor to this, you know, we mentioned it, uh, the Carson Wentz trade and then uh, to Washington. And then we mentioned Tom Brady coming out of retirement. That led to Ryan Jensen coming back. So the Buccaneers seem to be reloading um, and going again for another championship run as a result of Tom Brady coming out of retirement, which has had a lot of knock-on effects. I think there were a lot of players that were perhaps very ready to go that haven't gone. And we've seen like Leonard Fournette sort of say goodbye to Tampa and then he's now deleted that goodbye to Tampa. And maybe he's seeing what Tampa will try and do. Um, I'm also recording this very early on Tuesday. And um, with that fact that it is still early on Tuesday, um, there are teams that need to get under the cap. Um, so there's about half a dozen teams that need to get under the cap by 9 p.m. English time or GMT tomorrow. That's 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern time tomorrow. Um, and they're also, they have to get under the salary cap. So the Packers, the Rams, the Buccaneers, the Saints are four of those teams. The Tennessee Titans have got a few hundred grand, I think, to get under the caps and nothing too difficult. So you'll see on day two, as much as you'll see player news and potentially cuts, you'll also see, uh, you'll see players restructure and you'll see movement especially in those teams at the bottom so watch out for the rams watch out for the packers watch out for the buccaneers today there's going to be a lot of player movement uh there so uh let's get into it and really just going to go through like the sizes of deals and the size of kind of player and position it's important uh but i am going to touch every deal so um probably the the biggest deal yesterday was JC Jackson signing a five-year, $82.5 million deal with the LA Chargers. Now, don't forget the LA Chargers have traded for Kimil, Khalil Mack. So they have a huge uh, D now. got Derwin James. They've got uh, Joey Bosa. They've got an amazing D. Um, still need a, a, a Mike linebacker for me. So, you know, they get Bobby Wagner. They might have one of the best personnel um, at least on on paper, obviously how they all gel together will be a different thing. Uh, defense is known known on man probably ever, um, but huge deal for JC Jackson, and it's an interesting deal because obviously there was that thought of is he going to challenge the market, and then it seemed more likely he was. Um, he didn't get tagged and prepared to let him go. They call him Mr. INT. He's been absolutely sensational the last few years with New England. Does he reach those same levels in LA? That is what's to be expected. But the Chargers have spent big a five-year, $82.5 million contract, which is a huge amount of money. Uh, but one for a player who is as good as him, he could live up to it. It's just a case of actually how does that uh, work. They have got plenty of cap. So it is interesting to see how it will break down. Um, I'm still waiting to see like the full effect. I've just got it here. 
the full breakdown of that contract looks like it's eight million this year. That's um, so he's getting twenty five million salary uh, signing bonus, so five million a year. He's making three million on the base this year, then twelve million. He's basically twelve million a year um, every year, give or take a couple of hundred grand here and there. So he will be on this roster for at least the next three years. They can get under it in year four. Um, they can get him out for for ten million in twenty twenty five. So we'd expect him to at least be there for for three years. So a lot of money that they've they've locked up on JC Jackson, but it's going to be an interesting journey for them to get better because they weren't very good on D last year. I think they've recognised that, and that's where they're upskilling. So it's a big move for the AFC West. They seem to be getting all the talent right now, and it's quite clear to see that the AFC West is the best the best division in football as it stands right now with the quarterbacks, with the defensive players and playmakers. I mean, it's just going to be box box office every single week there. Moving to the AFC North. The Steelers, we mentioned this last night, signed Mitchell Trubitsky. It's a two-year deal, uh, $14.25 million. So very, um, very good deal for the, the Steelers. Now, I know some Steelers fans are going to be really disappointed. I know I made some kind of jokes at Mitchell Trubitsky right, last night. And it's a tough one because what we, what we know is Matt Nagy was not a great play caller. What we understand is that Matt Nagy did not deliver a great offense. At no point was was Chicago a great offense. And we saw that with Justin Fields as much as we saw that with Mitchell Trubisky. Now, I'm not saying Mitchell Trubisky is without fault. I'm not saying that he's an elite quarterback. And, And listen, I think he has challenges that he is going to need to overcome. But having said that, He's basically getting seven million a year for two years. So the Steelers are basically saying this is your prove it deal. If you want to be a franchise quarterback, we're going to give you the opportunity on a great team to do this. And I say great team because they don't have losing seasons. It's a well-run organization. It's a well-run franchise with a long-tenured, well-respected coach. All of those things are, are really important to seeing if Mitchell Trubisky is ever going to be, I don't want to say like as good as he was ever going to be because, you know, he's taken two overall for, and chances are he's probably never going to live up to that expectation, but he can still be a serviceable, he could still be a franchise quarterback. Let's be honest with you, but we're going to know now we're going to know within the next 12 months and maybe at worst 24 months, is Mitchell Trubisky a franchise quarterback or is he suited to a backup role? And the Steelers have not paid that much money to find out. They've clearly looked at this draft class. They've clearly looked at, well, we're picking at 20. We're not going to move from there. Are we going to get a guy that we really want to go with next year? And the answer is no. And do you know what? They might still draft one, but they do not have a start. They do not have a starter in mind in this draft class. So Mitchell Jabitsky signing for the Steelers, I think it's shrewd. And I think that's the, the word. And I get Steelers fans probably are a bit, I don't want to say, they're not excited, but I think you're going to know what you're going to get. This guy could be great. He could also be what he has been in his career. And if that happens, it's it's a risk. It's But it's a pretty safe risk. 
you know, you're going to lose a year. Because if, if this guy doesn't deliver, similar to Carson Wentz, you'll find out within a year. And if he doesn't, you haven't got that much money tied into him that you can't move on from him next year. So you're basically risking a season to see if he can actually be the guy. And he's better than what you've got. And he's better than what you're going to get in the draft for this year. So I don't think it's a bad move all around. The Jaguars in an eye-watering deal signed uh, Christian Kirk to a four-year, $72 million deal. It's not really a four-year, $72 million deal. Christian Kirk is not going to make all that money. Um, but my word, I mean, Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk's agent is just, I mean, the, the Tinder swindler mean came out last night and, and rightfully said, I mean, his agent has had an absolute blinder, an absolute blinder. Because Christian Kirk is going to make a ridiculous amount of money. Now, in the next two years, so this year, and the thing is his contract date is back-weighted. Um, so he's going to get $20 million in signing bonus. His, his contract number for this year is very minimal. It's only 7.5 mil. So he's only getting a base salary of, of 1.5 mil. So not a huge amount of money that he's going to be getting. But at the same token, he is going to start racking up that money. So he's going to be on 15-5 in 2023, 14-5 in 2024, 15-5 in 2025. But basically, he's going to be on the roster for the next two years. And if he's on the roster for the next two years, they're basically paying him um, a little over $30 million. And... Yeah, I mean, basically, it's a lot of money to be paying uh, a wide receiver <laughs> uh, who has had four or five hundred yard games in his career, has never had a thousand yard season. It's just eye watering the amount of money to be paying him for what he's basically not really achieved. He's a nice player, he's like a good age, but given that this is a draft class stacked with wide receivers. And stack with decent slot receivers to boot. It's a lot of money per slot receiver. And that is, I think, the eye-watering thing. I mean, people are going to look at him and think he's been paid as a top three in the position. It's slightly false because I can't see him living out this deal. I think he'll be restructured or cut because I don't think he's going to produce the numbers that are going to warrant the kind of deal he's going to get in year three and year four. I mean, in year three and year four, his cap numbers 22, 20 and a half and 22 and a half. Like I just don't see him sticking around there where to cut him is, is a fraction of that. So what, what you've got here is a player who is effectively on a two year deal. They've paid a lot of money to do it, but they weirdly back weighted it and not paying him a lot this year, despite having a lot of cap, which is a strange scenario to be in. And it's one that if you, if these players don't pan out, it's going to get very expensive to cut these players. Like even after two years, you're still going to have to take a 10 million cap hit to get rid of Christian Kirk. So we'll see what happens. It's a strange signing, but you know, the 72 million people need to kind of get out of their heads. He's not going to make 72 million. If he makes 72 million, everything's gone wrong. I just don't see that happening. I think he's going to make, you know, a couple of years and then he'll either restructure or he will uh, leave one way or the other. I just don't think he's going to be on this contract 
past year too. Um, talked about the Buccaneers. They have re-signed Carlton Davis. He was the number two corner off the board after JC Jackson, uh, but he goes back to Tampa. Again, nice deal for Tampa. He's on a little under $9 million this year, and they re-signed someone who uh, was the leader in their, in their DB room uh, going into last season. So um, it's it's a good deal for for the Buccaneers to get him back. And it shows, and I think he was someone who was ready to announce he was going elsewhere, and that's the Tom Brady effect. Is uh, I think it was very likely he was he was off on Monday somewhere else, and I think it's uh, Tom Brady that's called him and said come back, and and he has. Uh, the Browns released Jarvis Landry. This is no shock. Um, I think this was always coming prior to the Mara Cooper business being done. I think it was always going to be. Uh, something that happened for cap reasons to in its cap to performance ratio, basically. So, uh, Jarvis Landry's gone, and we're waiting to see where he gets picked up, but I don't think he's gonna be on quite the same deal as as he was. Uh, Brandon Sheriff, uh, Washington Pro Bowl guard, he um is now signed with the Jaguars, three year, 49 and a half million dollar deal. Now, I really like Brandon Sheriff, I think he's a good player, I think. He's missed a lot of games. I think he's missed 14 games in the last two years. That is a concern uh, that he does miss a significant amount of time. And he is age 30. So that's only going to kind of remain the same or increase. So it's a lot of money to pay for a guy who potentially is not going to be playing 16, 17 games. Now, you could look at it and say that that's not the way you should look at things. But durability is a really important factor when you're giving out these contracts. So... It's a big contract to pay for someone who who hasn't been that durable the last couple of years. Having said that, if he plays 16, 17 games, he's going to be worth, I wouldn't say the money that they're paying him, but not far off. I think he's very, I think he's a well above average um, guard. And I think that he's someone that you're investing in, Trevor Lawrence. It clearly shows that they're not going to go with Evan Neal now. They're going to go edge rusher in the draft. And, you know, if you've been listening to me, um, I've always believed that they weren't going to go Evan Neal, that they were going to go with Hutchinson. And I put this in Fantasy Pros articles, etc., because it just always felt that you can't go wrong taking in their Russia uh, one overall. So I think that's what's going to happen. Um, so I it there'll be a little questionable, but the the player, I mean, other than his durability is not. I mean, if he can get the durability under control, it's a good signing. Uh, Hassan Reddick, you know, I mean, he was a big um, sack leader, a surprise sack leader a couple of years ago. He has gone to uh, the Eagles in a three-year, $45 million deal. I mean, Eagles need some help there. And Hassan Reddick has, has really been on the rise the last sort of year or two. be interesting to see if he can carry that on in, uh, in the NFC East. Uh, the Cowboys... Resigned uh, Tank Lawrence to Marcus Lawrence to a three-year, $40 million deal. I mean, huge for them. Um, I mean, he's a, a huge piece to their D, so to to keep him is incredibly important. The Packers re-signed uh, Devondre Campbell, five-year, $50 million deal. I mean, he was instrumental in their success last year, arguably sort of the real leader of that D at times last season. And it's it's a big deal, and it does mean that they've had to make some sacrifices uh, in order to pay him that deal, which we'll talk about. Teddy Bridgewater has decided to join the Dolphins. Now he's clearly taking the backup role now. They're all there, and I think that's a good move for the Dolphins. 
to bring someone with some experience and a level headedness to help to her. And I think that's what he'll be. He'll be a really good, almost like Fitzmagic was a couple of years ago. He's going to be that sort of um, mentor to Tua. And that's how I see this signing working out. I think it's a really good bit of business by the Dolphins. It's got a lot of change, a lot of flux. So to bring in an experienced hand is going to help Tua out. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I don't think it's a threatening piece to Tua. I don't think Tua is going to be looking over his shoulder. Uh, I think they're going to work really well together. And I think... Um, their futures will almost be tied to each other, potentially, if it works out. Uh, James Conner got a huge deal from the Cardinals. $21 million deal over three years. Huge money early on in, in free agency uh, to get that. Now, I mean, James Conner, again, is is someone who produced at a good level last year, scored a lot of touchdowns, bulldozed his way through. But that's a lot of money to pay for a running back. And we've seen that when you pay running backs, it doesn't tend to work out too well. There's not really a good way for them to get away from this contract either. They're going to be in this for the next the next three years. So um, he's someone who is going to have a lot of opportunities to be successful. He's just got to stay healthy. If he stays healthy and the the Cardinals go deep and a lot of it is down to what he does, then you know, it would be money well spent. But it is a, certainly an eye-watering deal. Uh, you know, Unfortunately, I'm not a fan of paying running backs because they don't. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PREP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PREP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforumc.org. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforumc.org. They don't yield you a huge return and they really decline very quickly. And he's someone, unfortunately, with the injury issues he's had and everything that he's had. Uh, it's going to be a difficult one uh, to justify. The Chiefs have signed uh, safety Justin Reed, really good player, to a three-year, $31.5 million deal. Uh, as a result of that, to make that work, they restructured Frank Clark's deal. Um, I mean, and why not? Justin Reed is a great safety. It's a really good bit of business by the Chiefs. They get a little bit better in in the DB room where they needed a bit of help as well. Um, Broncos signed um, DT, uh, DJ Jones, a three-year $30 million deal. Again, not a bad bit of business. It's going to help them stop the run. Uh, it was an area that the Broncos were a little bit susceptible, even though the rest of that D is absolutely solid. That was the one area they were a little bit susceptible was giving up runs, um, giving up some yards to the run. So they're hoping that that will stop that. Jadavius Ward, three-year, $4.5 million deal to the 49ers. Great deal, by the way. Uh, I think he slots in really, really well there. I think that's a, a really, really good bit of business for the 49ers. Uh, I think he's going to fit in really well with the scheme. I think he's going to fit in really well um, to that team. And that was an area that they they were lacking in last season. You know, they were giving up big plays. And Jadavius Ward, I think, is really going to help them um, sort of get get some more strength and 
and depth in that cornerback room and just stop them getting a bit bullied because that was where you could beat them last year and uh, as we saw time and time again the Chargers also added to their um, defensive tackle room and they added um, Sebastian Joseph Day from the Rams so he stays in LA he's just going to change locker rooms uh, three-year 24 million dollar deal so he gets to walk his ring uh, and doesn't have to move so for him it's a great move because he doesn't have to move at all and yet he gets his money so ultimate win win there uh quandry Diggs got a, a really nice deal from the seahawks uh rewarded for an excellent year last year he was really really dominant uh for the seahawks easily their standout defensive player last year and um he's been rewarded as such so uh congratulations to him uh evan ingram ended up with the jaguars uh I, this is a deal i don't mind and the, people will look at the money and think it's crazy but the, the jags have a lot of money um, what I don't mind them doing is spending a lot of money up front. If they're going to try something, try it. And so Evan Ingram is a former first-round pick as a tight end. The, the Jags need a tight end. It's a one-year, $9 million deal. And you'll look at that and think, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it might be. Um, but it's a one-year deal. If it works out, great. They'll sign him to a new deal, and everyone wins. If it doesn't work out, they've spent cap that they rolled over from last year doesn't matter you know the one thing that the, the jags have is cap it's how they structure these contracts if they're structuring them with all the money being paid up front which is what they should be doing then it's not a bad thing they're not they're back waiting a lot of these contracts obviously on one year deal you can't do that um so i don't mind this deal i listen evan ingram is either going to be good or he's not but you're not paying for that mistake next year when that's all that matters when you're trying to work out all these players going to pan out the last thing you want to do is be tied to a bad contract and players like kirk could potentially be a bad contract this if it's a bad deal you either cut him or we go it's not a big deal so i don't i don't mind it the dolphins paid chase edmonds two-year 12.6 million dollar deal so they now have a lead back in chase edmonds it's going to be interesting i really don't know how that's going to work from a fantasy perspective and i'm going to sort of dig into it when once it's all kind of ended so uh it's an interesting deal for the for the dolphins uh don't mind that at all for them again i think it's probably a little much but is it stupid much no i mean six and a bit million a year it's not not too bad the bengals assigned super bowl winning guard alex kappa to a four-year 40 million dollar deal and alex kappa comes from the buccaneers offensive line that's taken Huge leaps of balls. He made the Pro Bowl this year. He's been knocking on the Pro Bowl uh, door for the last couple of years, actually, and just hasn't quite managed to get in there. And he famously played with a broken leg. I think I talked about this on last night's show uh, during or tried to during the Washington game. So uh, in the playoffs uh, during that Super Bowl run. So tough guy, really tough guy from a D3 school. Um, yeah, a lot of respect for him. I wouldn't say he's an elite talent. I'd say he's a very good player. Um so the Bengals uh, protect some Joe Burrow and, and they'll be happy with what they got there. Um, speaking of O-line, Austin Corbett, he uh, is signed with the Panthers three-year, $29.25 million deal. So they're looking to protect whoever their new quarterback is, whether that's Deshaun Watson or whether that's someone in the draft. Uh, Preston Smith from the Packers gets a, a huge four-year, $52.5 million deal. And that means they've had to split up the Smith brothers because Zadarius Smith, uh, as well as also O-lining, O-lineman Billy Turner uh, had to be cut to make this work and to save a significant amount of cap. So there's still some work today 
from the Packers side. I'm sure Liam on the Dynasty show might go into this because they've got some work that they'll need to do. But, you know, they do have Preston Smith under a huge deal for the next few years. The Patriots re-sign Nick Falk. He gets a, a two-year, $5 million deal. So nice to see kickers get paid in free agency. Doesn't happen too often, so that's uh, always nice. Dolphins re-signed Emmanuel Ogba. Four-year, $65 million deal. Huge deal for Emmanuel Ogba uh, to stay with the Dolphins. The Jets have signed guard Lincoln Tomlinson. Three-year, $40 million deal. They're going to strengthen up and, and really help Zach Wilson with his protection. So a new friend for Zach Wilson to help him out there. They also signed the Jets, CJ Azuma, to a three-year, $24 million deal. I think it's a lot of money, but they need a tight end. They don't have one. Um, and I think, you know, anytime you're supporting your franchise QB is good. It'd be interesting. I, I wonder if the contract is is available. Um, I don't know if it is. I'm just sort of seeing if it is, uh, if his contract is available. Yeah, I haven't got it yet. So we don't know what it – I can't see what it is just yet, but um be interesting to see where the get-out is there. Uh, I can't see him staying on 8 mil a year. So be interesting to see how that contract is weighted. But the Jets do have a lot of money, so if they front-weighted that deal and they're paying him a lot up front, it, it's not a bad deal. It's a weapon. Uh, Jaguars signed uh, Foley uh, Fatikazi, three-year, $30 million deal, and they also signed – uh, Foy Olicon to a three-year, $45 million deal. Now, Olicon was the leading tackler in the NFL last season. He really was a player who, I think, over the last two years has made more tackles than anybody else. But he's a player to watch as to whether or not he'll maintain that consistency. It's also a lot of money to pay in, you know, an off-pull linebacker. It's a lot of money. And um, I think there'll be some implications here because you've got Miles Jack in next to him and I, you can't be paying your linebackers 29 million a year it just from an accounting perspective doesn't work so i don't know what's going to happen with miles jack whether he gets restructured or let go it wouldn't shock me right now if if he got uh if he got let go um but he could get restructured something has to happen you, you I, I can't see a scenario where both these guys are playing on on the money that they are next year. It, it just seems to baffle me uh, a little bit there that they've paid all that money to, to Olicon when you've got Miles Jack there. So uh, they also paid silly money to Zay Jones, three-year, $30 million deal. I, I He signed a one-year, $2.5 million deal last year. I Zay Jones has just hit the lottery. Like He's like, <laughs> and like this Jags room, they spend so much money and they've got Marvin Jones, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and LaVisca Chanel. Like, I'm not being funny. That's still not a good wide receiver room for the amount of money that they're paying out. And I'm sorry, Jags fans. I don't get, like, I like Zay Jones. I think as, like, uh, a contributor, I quite like him. Like, if you had signed him to, like, a two-year, $6 million deal or $7 million deal, I'd have gone, like, yeah, sure, I get it. He can make plays. He's a bit splashy. Cool. Three-year, $30 million deal is nuts. It, it honestly is nuts. It's crazy. Um, Larry Ogunjobi, three-year, $40.5 million deal. The best. I like Larry Ogunjobi a lot. I think he's really ascended. He kind of was a bit stuck on the depth chart of the Browns and then had a really good year with the Browns, hit free agency, went to... Uh, went to the Bengals, was part of their Super Bowl run, played all their games, um, really showed 
what a good defensive tackle he is. Um, he's definitely going to make the Bears better and be very, very happy to have him. This one really surprised me. Cedric Wilson has gone on a three-year, $22.8 million deal to the Dolphins. It's not the money or the contract. I think the Dolphins have got a good player there, but I was almost certain that Cedric Wilson was going to stay in Dallas. Now Dallas is down to just two receivers. Um, so they're going to need to get some. Oh, I say two receivers, two notable receivers. I know they've got a couple more on the depth chart. Um, so they're going to, they're probably going to draft one or they're going to sign one, but they're struggling with the cap. So I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, Xavier Woods, Xavier Woods is signed with the Panthers. Panthers just continuing to invest on defense. I mean, and that's fine, but the defense isn't bad and they keep investing on D, which is fine, but they need to invest on the offense. They need to get more offensive players. Uh, but Xavier Woods is a good player to come in. I think they've got him on a good deal, three-year, $15.75 million deal. Harrison Phillips signed for the Vikings, defensive tackle, three-year, $19.5 million deal. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Harrison Phillips. Uh, you know, I think he's solid. I, I don't know if he's going to start day one. He should do on that kind of money, but let's see what the opportunity presents to him. Bill signed Roger Staffold and uh, Tim Settle. So guard Roger Staffold and defense back Tim Settle. Um, Mike Kaziki signed his franchise tag. Yes, Stacey signed that very early. So no debate whether or not he's going to play for them uh, this year or next year. Falcons re-signed uh, offensive tackle Jake Matthews to a three-year $52.5 million deal. The Rams re-signed offensive tackle Joe Noteboom to a three-year $40 million deal. This one really shocked me. The Seahawks re-signed Will Disley since the last night show. Three-year, $24 million deal when you got Noah Fan. Didn't didn't understand that one at all. Ramsey uh, re-signed center Brian Allen. Three-year, $24 million deal. Uh, Bengals signed uh, offensive lineman Ted Karras. Three-year, $18 million deal. I think they wanted Ryan Jensen. I think that was probably going to happen. Um, Brady called Jensen. Jensen re-signed. They've gone ahead and signed Karras instead, uh, former Patriots uh, center. Titans sign uh, center Ben Jones, offensive lineman uh, Jamarco Jones, the two-year deals. Titans also re-signed Jeff Swain, one-year, $3.5 million deal. Tracy Walker, uh, Lions safety and leader in their DB room, gets a nice deal, three-year, $25 million deal to re-sign with the Lions. The Jets re-signed Braxton Barris, who went on an incredible run at the end of the season, two-year, $12 million deal. Really like that. And they also signed Tevin Coleman to a really cheap deal as well, which I, I really like having that experience uh, in that room as well. So I think the Jets did a lot of really good things yesterday. I think they'll be very happy with the, the business that they did. Uh, Giants signed defensive lineman Joe Feliciano to a one-year deal. The Bengals re-signed standout defensive tackle BJ Hill to a three-year $30 million deal. So they're going to partner him with Joby. I think they're going to be really happy uh, to do that. Um Defensive tackle, Michael Pierce was released by the Vikings. The Patriots re-signed Brian Hoyer and Matthew Slater. The Cardinals re-signed Colt McCoy, as the last I showed, with a two-year deal, uh, paying big money. The Colts re-signed Mo Cox to a three-year, $18 million deal. The Lions re-signed Tim Boyle to a one-year, $2 million deal. The Bills re-signed Mitch Morse to a two-year, $19.5 million deal. They also signed defensive tackle to Quan Jones. Seahawks uh, re-signed defensive tackle Al Woods. They also re-signed cornerback Sidney Jones to a one-year $3.6 million deal. The Bills released um, Darrell Williams, offensive lineman. The Giants signed defensive lineman Mark Glonsky to a three-year $20 million deal. Browns signed defensive tackle Tavon Bryant to a one-year $5 million deal. 
Washington Commanders re-signed Tyler Lawson to a one-year deal. The Panthers released linebacker Morgan Fox. Um, and this was a bit of a shock. Uh, cornerback A.J. Bowie. So he will now get to test the market. Lions re-signed Alex Anzalone. Uh, re-signed linebacker Alex Anzalone. Safety Jalen Elliott. Linebacker Sean Dion Hamilton. And safety C.J. Moore. The Giants uh, signed wide receiver Robert Foster and re-signed C.J. Board. Uh, Steelers sign offensive tackle uh, Chukwuma Okafor, uh, center Mason Cole, the three-year deals. Texans release offensive tackle Marcus Cannon. The Texans re-signed center Justin Britt and signed guard AJ Can. The, the Chargers signed defensive tackle Austin Johnson, and the Chiefs re-sign fullback Michael Burton to a one-year deal. That was everything that happened. On Monday the 14th, day one of the legal tampering period. So much to happen in day two. Uh, like I said, I'm going to leave this for the Dynasty Boys to chew over uh, and break out for you. And then I'm going to recap anything they might have missed on day two, plus everything that comes on day three, or the official, or, or everything that happens on the official opening of free agency on Thursday. And I'll have a guest with me as well, someone from the Five Yard family. So we'll do a quick recap of everything that finished in the end of the legal tampering period and also the first moments of free agency as they're open. So you'll get a podcast from me on Thursday. You'll get a podcast from me on Friday. You'll have the Dynasty Boys to take you through uh, everything that's going through today. Uh, just some notable free agents uh, that... Uh, remaining on the board uh, and players to watch out for today. Um, this is going off um, the Greg Rosenfall's uh, NFL um, top 101 best free agents available. I'm just going to go through some notables. Teron Armstead, uh, Von Miller, Chandler Jones, uh, Tyron Matthew, um, Alan Robinson, Odell Beckham Jr., I do kind of expect him to stay in L.A. Uh, Stephon Gilmore is out there. Uh, Dwayne Brown, although he is 37. James Winston, Randy Gregory, Bobby Wagner, uh, Jadavian Clowney, Darius Smith, who was released yesterday, enters this list. Clay Campbell, although he is 36. Uh, Melvin Ingram, Gronk, although I do expect he will probably end up in Tampa. Uh, Jarvis Landry, who was cut yesterday. Uh, Akeem Hicks, uh, Marcus May, Russell Gage, Juju Smith-Schuster, Trent Brown, Cordell Patterson, Will Fuller, Eric Fisher. These are some players. Anthony Barr, Rashad Penny, Jordan Whitehead, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, Casey Haywood, Kazir White. O.J. Howard and Dominican Sue, Jameson Crowder, Patrick Peterson, Kevin King, Dante Hightower, Marcus Mariota, Raheem Mostert, Riley Reef, Andrew Norwell, Dante Fowler, Leighton Vanderesh, Jayon Brown, and Andy Dalton. So there are some names to watch out for today. Let's see how many of those pick up contracts. I would say as well, keep an eye on these six teams uh, as they're trying to get under cap. So expect to see uh, some cuts here. So 
the Rams, uh, as of this morning, were the most over cap, 22.889 million over cap. Green Bay, 21 million, give or take, over cap. Buccaneers, 14.7 mil over cap. New Orleans, close to 10 million over cap. San Francisco, close to 9 million over cap. The, the uh, Giants, uh, 6.5 million over cap. The Ch- uh, Chiefs, 6.3 million over cap. Uh, Tennessee Titans, I think I said it was about 700 grand. It's a little more than that. It's 1.6 million, but not uh, that much to do. So watch out for some restructured contracts. Watch out for some cuts. They will be teams that will be very busy. At the other end of the scale, you've got teams with a lot of money still to spend. Um, so keep an eye on those uh, as well. We expect to see the Jaguars busy. We expect to see the Chargers busy. We expect to see the Colts. Uh, you expect to be very busy considering the amount of money they've got and the fact they don't have a first-round pick. I'd expect them to be very busy over the next 24 hours. So keep an eye on those teams as well. Like I said, join the show tonight with uh, the Dynasty Boys um, as they take you through everything through day two of free agency. However, I will be back on Thursday. Don't forget, as always, Rush Nation, keep rushing. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.